Coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode 96. We recap week 7 of this NFL season and preview and pick week 8 games. Plus, with the NBA season just a week in, who's looking like contenders and who's in for a very long season? The Fall Classic is here and who's winning it all? And what's next for Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees best and worst of the week? We also go around the NHL and we recap and preview college football. This day in sports history and more on this episode of Sports Talk for Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk for Marcel. Thank you guys for joining me for another great episode. This is episode 96 on this wonderful Thursday, October 27, 2022. Hope everyone having a tremendous week as we prepare for probably the best weekend in sports this year so far with the World Series tomorrow. We have NHL Week 8 kickoff tonight. Um, Of course, Week 8 games Sunday will continue from to Sunday, um, on Sunday rather. And of course, college football, NBA, we have so much to get into. Going to talk about the NBA, who's having a rough, rough, we all know, we all should know. Who's having a rough season, who's contenders, a couple of teams I'm looking at, I'm really getting really high expectations for in the um, NBA early season. Um, also, college football. The standards is the same, no reason, no, no, um, no reason to wait for that. The standards is the same, it's not changed. Um... What else? Um, of course, we're going to talk about World, um, the New York Yankees World Series first, and we're going to talk about the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge, I've hearing early reports about a very, a very interesting team in the mix of getting his in the sweepstakes of Aaron Judge. I'll tell you in a moment, in just a moment. But first, let's go over these NFL before we get to the NFL. Um, week seven recap. Week seven. I'm gonna go over some of these interesting trades we've seen in the NFL this week. Chiefs trade picks for Giants wide receiver Cordell Tony having a decent season. Not 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 a starter season, but they add just another piece of that already explosive offense as it is. A very questionable trade, but I can understand why. Um, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles trade for. Chicago Bears defensive end Robert Quinn for a fourth round pick for next year draft. I see what both teams doing. Robert Quinn having a, 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 a probably a probably one of the most um, disappointing seasons so far. He only have one sack through seven games last year. Neil he broke the Chicago Bears all time sack record as a franchise last season with eighteen, I believe eighteen point two or eighteen point something point six, I believe. And he only have one sack this year so far. So they got rid of him. I understood the trade. I love what they I've. I just cannot wait to recap that uh, Monday night football game with them in New England. I've seen some good things. I can understand the trade. I can definitely understand why they picked um, traded him for a a, a, a draft pick because that's exactly what this kind of team need right now is draft. Picks. Um, another news: quarterback situation in um, um, the the QB for the Colts, Sam. Um, 
England is replacing Matt Ryan at the QB position. Some would say it's injury. I think not. Um, I just don't. I just don't believe. Um, I just don't believe that whatsoever. So let's get to this NFL recap of Week Eight. I mean Week Seven. Last Thursday night, we seen New Orleans go to Arizona and get shut and get, and get beat. A very competitive game on both sides of football. 42-30 um, for Arizona. Take it. Kyler Murray, 20-29. 204 yards, one touchdown. We see it. We did see DeAndre Hopkins come back. 10, 10 receptions, 103 yards. He had a stellar game. But, man, that Andy Dalton, man. 30-47, 364 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Two of those interceptions was pick six. So we just imagine if the score was um instead of forty two, they would have scored exactly what they scored, but thanks to Andy Dalton, he allowed Arizona to get twelve points off at least twelve points off of him from pick six. Not so high on Arizona. They're having a very uh, a decent year. Can I, I'm not so high on them. They is probably my least favorite team in the NFC West right now. You know, you see Seattle doing tremendous things. They're on top of the division right now. The Los Angeles Rams, they're up and down season. You can expect that throughout the history of the NFL, all Super Bowl winning teams is the next season. They they take a little, you know, dive, what's, what not. And so, if you look at the division, you see the 49ers, you see the Rams, and you see the Arizona Cardinals, and you, all four of those teams are very competitive. It's going to be really tough to pick who, not even pick the for any one of those teams to come out of that division, because all of them right now have more than two losses. So, we will, we shall see in a couple of weeks what that division look like. Cleveland Browns and... um. The Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland, absolutely horrible team. Probably one of the probably bottom three teams right now, in my honest opinion. They have not so much going on. Baltimore defeated them, luckily, 23-20. They was honoring, um, I believe, the 2012 Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl team. And they just had to show out. You know, Lamar Jackson, nine, not, not a decent game whatsoever. 9 of 16, 120 yards. Gus Edwards, 16 of 66 on the ground. Two touchdowns added on to that win for the Baltimore Ravens. Jacoby Brissett, 22 of 27, 258 yards. Outplayed Lamar, but he just cannot continuously turn the ball over. He cannot. Nick Chubb, 16 of 90, 91 yards. One touchdown, 16 carries, not enough for him. Nick Chubb is the Browns' only hope without Watson. Is the, is his, he is the only hope they have. Run the ball. Because you know you cannot trust. If, if they remain, if they stick to running the ball more, I believe they would have won this game easily. Easily. One of the most shocking games of the weekend. Um, the Tom Brady and the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Carolina Panthers and lose 21-3. 21-3. Tampa lose one of one. They have won. They have won. They are one and four in their last five. And Tom Brady, we know what's going on. If you don't know, 
Tom Brady is going through a little bit of, you know, personal um, life outside of on the football field. We we all know this. If you don't go look at it, um, Philip Walker, 16 to 2277 um, yards, two touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. He, he throw good balls. He can throw a football. I've seen this dude play in the XFL and in Sunday. I love his arm. I really do. Tom Brady, 32 of 49, 290 yards on the ground. The very first play, you knew it was you was doomed from the start. Tom Brady hit Mike Evans open for a, a absolutely an easy touchdown. And Mike Evans dropped the ball. You can just tell there's a lot of frustration going on in that team right now. They host the Baltimore Ravens tonight. And not only tonight, but the next two games is very challenging. They have the Rams and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks is not a – they might not have a lot of talent, but, man, they are some dogs. We've seen a very – we've seen a very um, – we've we seen a career day in Atlanta. I mean, in um, Cincinnati against the Atlanta Falcons and the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals take care of the Atlanta Falcons, 35-17. Joe Burrow had a career day, 34 of, 34 of 42, 481 yards, three touchdowns. Tyler Boyd also had a career day, 155 yards, touchdown, one touchdown. And, of course, Jamar Chase, 130 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Marcus Mariota, 8 of 13, 124, one touchdown. It's a passing league. If you're throwing, over, if you're throwing under 150, you're not winning. Burrow, um, Joe Burrow, Chase, and Boyd, they just outshined the entire evening last Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Detroit coming off the bat, and man, you if you would have told me the, it's, it, it's like they didn't even, it, it, it seemed like they didn't really come off the bat because, you know, um, Jared Goff's still terrible. He's absolutely the, the, the issue in Detroit right now. It's time for a change at QB position. Jared Goff, he ain't doing anything but turning the ball over. He's not doing anything. They lose 24-6. to Couldn't even score at least 14 points to make the game at least interesting. Dak Prescott came back 19-26. 127 yards, one touch, 107 yards, excuse me, one touchdown. Jared Goff, 21 of 26, had a good completion day. But when it came to throwing two picks and two fumbles, you gave up four turnovers, easy. That cost you games, man. Going in the mentality as a QB, especially as a QB. Now to turn the football over, I think his job is probably – you know, at some point should be handed to someone else. New York Giants go to Jacksonville. Not a surprise to me at all. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, 23-17, Daniel Jones, I still don't believe in him as he can have a tremendous game as he wants to. I just don't believe in him as an elite, uh, not even elite, starting quarterback, franchise starting quarterback. At that 19-30, 202 yards. One touchdown. He also ran for 107 yards on the ground. One touchdown in the Soy and Saquon Brockley, 24 carries, 110 yards. I believe this is probably his last year there. Um, Terrence, um, Trevor Lawrence, 22 of 43, 
310 yards. Jacksonville had a chance to go in, but time ran out as the Giants stopped them at their one-yard line. Not new, not too much to say about the Jaguars. They are who, we, who they are. We all know what they've been since their existence. The Green Bay Packers go to Washington and drop a big a big L. The Commanders 23-20 to Commanders win on 23-21. Tyler Haneke finally got rid of Carson Wentz. 20-33, 201 yards, two touchdowns, one intercept. You can just see how the offense is just so smooth. With Tyler Haneke at the Hams instead of Carson Wentz, they are slow and old when he play. He did throw one interception, but hey, that's uh, that's okay. Aaron Rodgers had absolutely wor- one of his worst games I've ever seen. They're on a three-game losing streak. Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 3,594 yards, two touchdowns. It don't get easy this Sunday until they play um, the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Aaron Green Bay. They have lost three straight. The three straight teams are the New York Giants, New York Jets, and the Commanders. All games were winnable. You can easily, the Green Bay supposedly easily beat these teams. Easy. But they lose to the watch defense. That just, that, that just shows you. That just shows you. It goes to show you anybody can get beat on any given Sunday. Indianapolis Colts, probably the one of the most Probably top three, the most disappointing teams this season. Tennessee Titans, 19 of 10. Ryan Tannehill. <sighs> Every year, I believe at some point he will let them down. 13 of 20, 132 yards. Not whatsoever. The, the man of the hour is Derrick Henry. 30 carries, 128 yards on the ground. Matt Ryan, 33 of 44, 243 yards. One touchdown. Two interceptions, as I told you earlier when I started the show. He will be benched this Sunday to, what's his name? Eager, um, Sam Eagler. And they saying it's an injury. I don't, I don't believe that. I really don't. Houston, go to Las Vegas and lose 38 to 20. Derek Carr, um, I mean, yeah, Derek Carr, 21 of 27, 241 yards, one touchdown, but the man of the hour again. Double J Jacobs is the most amazing running back right now to me to see. Twenty on a twenty rushing, twenty carries on, hundred and forty-three rushing yards on the ground, three touchdowns. He was absolutely unstoppable. David Mills, twenty-eight of forty-one, three hundred and two yards, two touchdowns. One interception, he's seen, he have good games. But Houston, Texas is not a team, they have no talent, to be honest with you. They don't. The New York Jets, take care of Denver, 16 of 9, 16 to 9. Zach Wilson had a decent game, 16 of 24, 121 yards. Bryce Hill, four, year, four carries, 72 yards. And one says that, but unfortunately, he will be out for the remainder of the season with ACL, with a torn ACL that kind of blows for that offense in Denver. They did make a trade to get James Robinson from the Jaguars, but I'm sure he ain't Bryce Hall. Um, Brian Replin of the um, Detroit um, Brown, um, um, Denver Broncos came in, did a little something 24 46, 225 yards, one, one interception. The QB 
tree or lineup or what depth chart in Denver is absolutely horrible. You have Russell Wilson who having one of the most one of the most unbelievable seasons we ever couldn't even imagine this happening in Denver. They have absolutely nobody after him at all. This guy came in and did some, but nine points. That's just not gonna get it done. Kansas City Chiefs. Take care of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, had a Super Bowl 54 rematch. San Francisco just, they just ran into a brick wall at the, the second half. They ran into a brick wall in the second half. Wasn't so much going on with them with that second half. And um, Jimmy Garoppolo turned the ball over. You know, Patrick Mahomes, 25 for 34, 423 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, Jimmy, um, Juju Smith Shushka, 124 on the ground, one touchdown. But this Hartman is just, um, he's just unbelievable, man. He really reminds me of a young version of Debo Samuels. Speaking of Debo Samuels, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, his quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, 25 of 37, 303 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. They made some very costly plays that fourth quarter that really cost them the game. They had this game, and they had this, they really had this game, um, one in that first quarter when they got out to a 14, what, 14-3, 14-3? And it's like it went down here from there. It, honestly, that's what I saw. The Seattle Seahawks, probably the most surprised team this season. Top of their division right now. They go going to the L.A. Chargers, who are absolutely the worst. Not the worst. I can't even say worse. They are definitely. The most disappointed team this season. This season, the Los Angeles Chargers are the most disappointed team with all that talent on the defense. Now you have JC Jackson is done for the season. I don't I don't know where that can go from here, man. I really don't. I think they need a new coach, man. This coach Staley is absolutely horrible. I really think they need a, a, a good leadership, a good a good veteran head coach. Cause this dude, I don't know. They could have won up, they could have they could have been better than what they are now. You have to you have to look at the coach. This to me personally, I'm looking at the coach and Justin Herbert. Everybody picking him to be MVP this year. I don't know why. I believe he will be the future at the QB position, but not now. No, not this season for sure. And I just don't see it. Um, but G- I have to give my kudos. Kudos to my boy, Geno Smith. 20-27, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions. Kenneth Smith is on another level. 23 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Justin Herbert, like I said, 33-51, 293 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions. This Chargers defense is not on paper. It's absolutely, absolutely dominating. But on film, they are probably the bottom five worst right now. They cannot stop nobody. Um, Justin Herbert and them, they cannot score points. They struggle to score points. They're giving up so many points to the um, opposing team. It's just ridiculous right now, man. They have a head, bad head coach. The QB turning the ball over. The defense can't stop anybody. 
That those three things right there is a disaster. What can you say? I expect this team to be close to Super Bowl this year, and it's you can't. They probably don't even get into the wild card, and it's two ways. I believe it's two or three wild cards this year. Well, they changed last year, but but believe the year before. But it's three wild cards now. I believe it's three. Was it's it's three, and so. I don't know what to say about the Chargers, man. They are absolutely one of the worst teams to watch right now, to me. The Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you got to be scratching your head as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, to lose to Miami 16-10, it was just absolutely awful to watch football. Absolutely worst. I was even watching it at work, and I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I could not stick to the TV because it was just boring. Um, Tua Tangalaga returned 21 of 35, 261 yards, one touchdown. She didn't do a lot of running. Um, Kenny Pickett, 32 of 44, 257 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. It's growing pains. We all know. He's growing pains. I'll tell you right now, I would rather have these stats than at least four turnovers from Mr. Bisky and another two fumbles from him. This is what he's giving you. This is, this is, this is a rookie quarterback. With a historic franchise, you was you you have to expect him to make mistakes. You have to expect him to make some mistakes right now. It's growing pains. It takes it takes time. It takes time. But the defense absolutely lost this game to me. There's no way you drop five easy picks. Five easy interceptions. The most easiest interceptions you could get in your career. And they dropped them five times. That defense, that secondary, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But there's no way you drop five easy interceptions in one game. We saw our Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins as the Pittsburgh Steelers show us they can't catch the ball. On defense or offense, to be honest. The Chicago Bears made me really happy to be a Chicago native. They go to Chicago, they go to New England and just wipe the floor with the Patriots. 33 to 14. Justin Fields had one of his best games so far at a young career. 13 to 20, 178 yards, one um touchdown, one interception. He also he also had 82 rushing yards on the ground. Um, Brian Zappi came in to, you know, take care of um, the Mac Jones interception that he threw to brisk, Brisket um, in the, um, set, I believe that was the second quarter, first quarter, or was the second, over the first quarter. Um, he did came in, Alita, he, he, he rose the defense, he rose the offense to only 14 points, 14 to 22, 185 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, the two interceptions he threw. Was absolutely um, tip, so you can't really blame him on that one. But the absolute one of the probably surprising teams to me, Chicago was never known to me before the Walter after the Walter Payton days to be a running team. Man, did they run the ball down the Patriots' throat? Two hundred and forty-three on the ground, a rushing yards to only New England seventy. Unbelievable. That's weak. Um. That's week seven recap of the NFL. Week eight in college football recap. The Tennessee um, Martin the, um, lose to the Tennessee Volunteers 24 to 65. 
Um, 16-ranked Syracuse lose to 5th-ranked Clemson 27-21. Iowa um, lose tremendously by Ohio State 54-10. Not a, not, it's not, it wasn't competitive at all, folks. Cincinnati 29-2, SMU 27, a very close competitive game. Boston College lose big to Wake Forest 43-15. Texas continuously to lose to good teams. Oklahoma State take care of them 41-34. Ole Miss lose to LSU 45-20. Oregon take care of UCLA 45-30. Alabama take care of Mississippi State. I thought it would have been a more of a more of a competitive game than this. They win 30-6. South Carolina take care of Texas A&M 30 to 24. Minnesota lose big by Penn State night in the Lions 45-17. And of course, the finale. Um TCU 38 and Kansas State 28. Those were college football week eight recaps. You already know what time it is. This day, sports history. In 1991, the Minnesota Twins defeat the Atlanta Braves in Game 7, 1-0 in 10 innings. A Herbie H. Humphrey Metrodome win second title since moved to Minneapolis. MVP was Twins pitcher Jack Morris. In 1995, contract finalized Cleveland Browns move to Baltimore was signed and eventually renamed the Ravens. In 2001, the 13th College Football Holy War, but we seen Boston College defeat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish 21-17 in Chestnut Hill. And finally, in 2020 World Series, the LA Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-1 in Game 6 at Global Life Field in Artisan, Texas to win their first title in 32 years, MVP was rewarded to Dodgers shortstop Corey Seager. That was this day in sports history. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That was this day in sports history. Over to the NHL last night, we seen only three NHL games. The New York Islanders take care of their rival New York Rangers 3-0. Shut them out easy. Shut the door with them. The Edmonton Oilers... Um, to go to St. Louis and take care of the Blues. 3-1, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They had to bounce back. They was in Anaheim, California to play the Ducks. They defeat them 4-2. to Tonight's NHL games, Detroit Red Wings are in Boston to play the Bruins. The Florida Panthers is are in Philly to play the Flyers. Minnesota Wild travel up north to Canada to play the Ottawa Senators. Montreal is in um, Buffalo to play the Sabres. St. Louis Blues travel over to Nazareth to play the Predators. Edmonton is in Chicago to play the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are on a four-game winning streak. Washington Capitals are in Dallas to play the Stars. The Vancouver Canucks in Seattle to play the Kraken. Toronto go to California to play the San Jose Sharks. And Winnipeg Jets also in California to play the LA Kings. Tomorrow, Friday night NHL matchups. In the, um, Anaheim Ducks go to Vegas to play the um, Golden Knights. The Cardinals, the Champs go to New Jersey to play the Devils. Boston Bruins, Columbia Blue Jackets should be a good one. New York, New York Islanders, Carolina, very good game. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins go to Vancouver to play the Canucks. And the Winnipeg Jets go to Arizona to play the Fiends. Coyote, 
Over to the world of the NBA, International Basketball Association. Last night, we seen some very good games last night in the world of the NBA. Um, Orlando Magic lose to Cleveland. Cleveland 103-92 of Cleveland. Um, Evan Mosley, 22 points. Don't even Devin Mitchell on here, 14 points. Orlando, the rookie, 29, board, 29 points, 8.8 um, 8 rebounds. But yeah, it's Polo. Brockman, Polo, it's Polo, they call him Polo. <laughs> Atlanta, go to Detroit, take care of the Pistons, 118 and 10 to 113. Um, um, Trey um, Young, 35 points, always doing his thing. Detroit, um, Bondovich, Bondanovich, 33 points in, in the losing effort. The Brooklyn and Milwaukee was a tremendous game. A lot of, a lot of, cl- cl- Close calls to me personally. Giannis, 43 points, 14 rebounds as they defeat the Brooklyn as 110 to 99. Kevin Durant, 33 to lose an effort. Kyrie, 29 points. And Ben Simmons only had four points. He's looking absolutely horrible. He's he looking, he looking very washed to me personally. He's looking very washed. Um, Chicago, Charlotte Hornets in New York to play the New York Knicks. Lose 134 to 133. Jalen Bronson, 27 points, 13 assists. Um, Gordon Hayward, I'm surprised he's still playing, 21 points. Philadelphia, go to Toronto, lose 119 to 103. When the last time Philly won in Toronto, honestly? Ever since that lucky, that lucky shot from um, 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 Kawhi Leonard in that game seven, play, um, I believe the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't believe uh, Philly haven't won there in quite a while. Um, Gary Trent Jr. twenty seven points. Joe B only thirty one points. Travis um, Trace um, I believe name Tracy Maxi Trey Mason Maxi, well Maxi thirty one points um, in a losing effort. I don't know what's going on with Joe B this season. He don't have that dog in him like he's supposed to. You got snubbed for the MVP a couple years ago. You supposed to be on a mission, brother. On a mission, my dude. And I don't see that mission this year. Indiana, go to Chicago, lose 124-109. Zach Levine, 28 points on DeRozan. The, um, the, um, the model DeRozan only has 17 points in the winning. Buddy Hill, 25 points. At some point, you must say, Buddy Hill might be out of Indiana. We shall see. We all know where he, tra- where he going if it do happen. The San Antonio Spurs lose to Minnesota. They beat them the other night. They lose this time, 134 to 122. Anthony Edwards, 34 points, nine assists. And um, Kalen, um, Kalen Johnson of the Spurs, you know, lose ever dropped 27 points. Um, the Houston lose. Go to Utah, you lose to the Jazz, 109 to 101. Behind Lauren Mark and 24 points. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. of the Houston Rockets lose. And a loser after he he put up twenty four points easily. Miami, Portland, one nineteen one nine one nine one nineteen to ninety eight. Um, Bam Abayo, eighteen points. Damn later twenty two. He did go out with a calf injury. I don't know how long he's gonna be out for that. And of course, the Los Angeles Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets and one ten ninety nine. Denver Nuggets. Um, Nokolis. Um, Nokola Jokic. Um, Jokic. Um. The Joker, 30, 31 points, 13 rebounds. Anthony Davis lead the um, LA Lakers with 20, 20 points, 14 rebounds. He, he basically outplayed, outplayed that game. LeBron James only had 19 points. 
Tonight's NBA matchup, Brooklyn, a double-double. They played Milwaukee last night, and they playing Dallas. One of the most gifted teams right now. Not gifted, but they are very tough to beat. The LA Clippers go to Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. The Memphis Grizzlies and Kings should be a tremendous matchup. And the Miami Heat go to the um, go play the champions. Go to State Warriors. Tomorrow night games. Atlanta and Detroit again. Charlotte goes to Orlando to play the Magic. Indiana Pacers are in Washington to play the Wizards. Cleveland and Boston should be a tremendous matchup. I cannot wait to see it. Philly and Toronto again. Then the LA Lakers are in Minnesota. New York Knicks and Milwaukee. Very interesting game. I don't know if Giannis will play, though. Chicago Bulls and the San Antonio Spurs. Houston and Portland. New Orleans and Phoenix. A matchup of second-round postseason. I believe first. Is it first? Is the first round, first round ahead of very competitive. Now, who's contenders and who pretenders? We can tell you right now. Let me tell you right now who's contenders and who pretenders. Pretenders, we all know the LA Lakers are very, they are absolutely going nowhere, in my honest opinion. Now, I will say this they are the most talked about team for the last at least six months to a year, honestly. Now, I must say this, and I was talking to a friend earlier about this. We all know what they have and what they don't. What I don't understand is how can people con- cont- continuously trash this team if you know what they are? It's no, it's, it's, and, and, and please understand me. I love LeBron James. I love Anthony Davis. I love Westbrook. I love that entire organization for what they represent in the history of this league. But we know how bad they are right now. I don't even see the reason why to continuously come on TV, podcast, whatever, and bash them. They are who they we thought they were. They are horrible right now. It's okay to be horrible when you are horrible. You know LeBron, that first night when he said we have no shooters... He was accepting that this is going to be a tough, long season. I honestly still have them making the postseason as a seventh seed, luckily. But I still won't be surprised if they don't make the playoff at all because we know what they are. I just don't feel it's right to bash this dude, LeBron James. I don't think you should bash him and what he's trying to do for a team that we all know it's championship expectations. Easy. But you cannot continuously blame Russell Westbrook. You cannot continuously to bash LeBron James. You cannot bash Anthony Davis. You know why? Because they are who they are. Ain't nothing going to change about them. Just, just accept it now and just leave it at that. I don't like talking about the Lakers because we know what the, I know what they are. They're not a good team right now. At some point, they can get it get it together. But it's just not right now, the year of 2022. Maybe January or February, they'll be okay. I just don't like when people continuously talk about what they don't have, what how horrible they are, who need to be traded. It's like it really don't make it really don't it really don't make I really don't give a damn about that right now. All we can under all we all we all, all I'm telling you guys is this. 
You have to give LeBron his credit for what he's trying to do. He never been in this position to actually have a team that's this bad that he knows that's not going nowhere. He might even never say it or admit it to you in person. He probably would never say it to the media or to his teammates because that's leadership. LeBron James, far as a leader, it's not it's not all the way there, but it's some stuff you do and you don't. It's some stuff you do and you don't say. I can understand. I don't like talking about the Lakers, but I'm gonna make this very, very, very like understandable. We know what they are, so what's the reason you talk about it? I just don't get it. Like I said, I at least have them making the postseason at the seventh seed. The New Orleans Saint, the New Orleans Pelicans. They're having a, a decent season. I didn't like the fact that they lost to the Jazz. Then they come back and um, Zion Williamson is injured again. Like, I don't know what's going on. He looked at fantastic opening night against the Brooklyn Nets. He looked in fantastic. Dropped down a couple pounds, but I don't know what's up with the injuries, man. Why they keep happening? The Memphis Grizzlies, they looking okay. I, I see them as a six seed right now. Dallas, they looking good, but so it's so competitive in the West. I would give them the fifth seed right now. Denver, another good team. Fourth seed because of you have Golden State. Now, I got Golden State number one. I mean, number three. They was number three last year. Denver was number six last year. They're number four this year, I believe. I, I'm picking them to be a number four seed. The Clippers didn't even make the postseason last year. They lost against the, I believe they lost against the New Orleans Pelicans or the Minnesota, it was Minnesota in the first round and um, play-in, and they didn't even make it, the postseason. And I believe they're going to be have a, a fantastic season. As a two seed, and I have Phoenix number one because I don't see anybody beating Phoenix like that. I really don't. Even though I, I'm not picking them to win, a, to win a title or even going to the finals, I just see them as a, Number one C again, they was number one last year. Over to the East. Charlotte. They didn't make the they made they they just they just really need to get past the play in. Golly, they I believe they talented enough to get past at least the play in. Toronto, good team, but seven. I have them seven. Chicago Bulls, same as last year. I have them as a um a, um a six. They hit, I got them as a six. They hit was a six last year. Miami Heat. They're going to drop to the five spot this year. Philly, I honestly, I tell you right now, I have them at three, but I will probably switch them with probably the Miami Heat or Toronto because they play absolutely horrible right now. So you could put the stamp of contender, pretenders or a team going to have a long season as the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know how Doc, going to survive this season if they don't get a lead to the conference finals. I don't see him surviving that as a coach if they don't get a lead to the conference finals. Boston, they they Friday off, they uh, basically spending their coach for the remainder of the year. They just dropped their first game in Chicago. Very, uh, some very costly play, some very close, close, um, close calls, but still, they talented enough to at least get the four seed. I got them as a four. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks as a two seed, me personally, I believe they will rest some of their players going towards the end of the season. 
in a Brooklyn Nets. I believe right now they, they don't look good right now. But I think at some point they'll get at least 10, 12 straight. I th- at some point between December, January, they're going to at least get 10, 12 straight. Because of the talent, man. They just got to get to match it together. You know, being KD and Kyrie haven't all played together as a as a as a unit before. So it is just a, it's just a, it's just a test right now. It's a test right now. They get for fond of playing with each other. They get familiar with they with they um with they assignments is. You know, Ben Simmons got to stop fouling out, man. It he got to be one of the most uh, um horrible player. You cannot be an all star and you always fouling out. I don't I don't I don't see how. You don't get that as an NBA player or NBA all-star. How can you foul out more times? I don't get it. I really don't. Um, over to the college football week nine preview. This Saturday games, Virginia Tech goes to NC State, play NC State, Utah, Washington State, Notre Dame and Syracuse, Ohio State and Penn State should be a very tremendous game. TCU and West Virginia, very intriguing game to me. Oklahoma State and Kansas State, Cincinnati, UFC, Oregon, California, should be an okay game. Wake Forest and Louisville, Florida and Georgia. Watch, watch when I tell you, I would not be surprised for upset this weekend against Florida and Georgia. Kentucky and Tennessee, some would say upset, but I don't think Kentucky going to compete with Tennessee. USC, Arizona, I think Arizona might get USC. Michigan State, Michigan, people saying this could be upset. I don't see it happening. Oh, Miss and Texas AM should be a very tremendous game. Pittsburgh, NC State, and of course, Stanford and UCLA. That's games we look forward to this weekend and um, college football. NFL Week 8 picks. Week 8 picks. We can start off with tonight games Baltimore and Tampa. I believe on a short week. If this game was played on Sunday, I would pick the um, Bucks, but I mean the um, the other uh, Bucks. But I'm going with the Ravens. I think that game they had Sunday against the Browns showed them that we got to come out with more, more enthusiasm, more physical, and all of that good stuff, and take care of this team. They know what Tampa going through right now. Tampa lo- looking to not go drop their last four. That's for sure. Sunday, Denver and Jacksonville's in London. Early game. I would take Denver. I don't care who play a quarterback. I think Jacksonville is that bad. I would go to Denver Broncos. Miami and the Detroit Lions. This should be a very, very interesting game. I believe Detroit try get this one. I just believe they, they, they have to come out firing on all cylinders. I believe Detroit might win this by at least touchdown or two. Carolina and Atlanta. I will. I believe in Carolina. I believe in uh, Walker for now. I do. I will go with Carolina Panthers to pull off this game in Atlanta, Arizona, Minnesota. Minnesota coming off the bat. Arizona just coming from a with ten day ten days of rest. That could be tricky to some teams, but I don't see Arizona going to Minnesota and beating Minnesota. Chicago Bears, Dallas. Now are we for Monday night game. This game was the game I feel like the Bears could could easily could lose easily, but I'm picking the Bears to win. I'm, I'm picking the Bears to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I saw something in Justin Fields Monday night. It's convinced me that this dude is so special. You give him you give him the um you give him the ranks to call the plays. You get him to do what he do, and I believe 
That Dallas defense good, but they have, I don't believe they have they haven't played a quarterback that run. So I believe the Dallas Cowboys will lose to the Chicago Bears Sunday. New Orleans Saints host the Las Vegas Raiders. We know how how ruckus that um the Superdome gonna be, but I don't I don't care. I think gonna be more Raider fans there. Raiders have probably the most loyal fans in NFL right now. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I can, I'm convinced to say that. I'm convinced when they show up, they show out. I believe the Raiders go to New Orleans and win. Pittsburgh still is going to Philly and play the Eagles. What can you say? Philly coming off a bye. I believe Philly get this game easy. Uh, probably we looking at 24 to 6, 24 to 9, something like that in the scoring range. The New York Jets host the New England Patriots. New England Patriots have owned the Jets for years, but I leave this Sunday it ends. I think the New York Jets get them this Sunday. Houston and Tennessee. Everybody knows when each each it's, it's a couple of games on everybody's schedule. They call a trap game. This is Tennessee trap game, and I think they're going to lose Sunday against the Houston Texans. The New York Giants and the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody know going over the Seahawks is a very tough place to play. Not only because of that crowd, because of what they got going on right now. I don't see the Giants beating them. I will go with the Seattle Seahawks to win Sunday. The Washington Nash, the Washington um, Commanders in New, in New England, this game will be very close. Trust me. But I got Washington winning this game. The San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers, L.A. Rams, L.A. Rams coming also coming off a of bye. San Francisco 49ers lost a tremendous matchup. They will come out firing, but I believe Matt Ryan will turn it around after that bad, I got the Rams winning this Sunday. And, of course, Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers travel to Buffalo. And I must say I'm very excited to learn that today I've learned that Buffalo is getting a new stadium. I'm very excited for it. I will probably be there open tonight, 2026, because I believe they probably will have their second Super Bowl by then. Hopefully. Hopefully. So... I believe no way, no way, no chance in hell Green Bay go there and beat Green, uh, Buffalo on a Sunday night. We don't know what the temperatures may be, but I tell you right now, with the team that they they have right now, the Green Bay Packers, I don't see them beating Buffalo whatsoever. I, I think I, it might be a blowout, forty-five, fourteen. It might be a blowout. I'm telling you right now. And of course, to wrap this um, um, week eight up, Monday Night Football next Sunday, Cleveland hosts the Bengals. Should be a very tremendous game. Another game that I think could be a trap game for Cincinnati. I got Cleveland win. New Kansas City and Chargers. They do not play. Um, they do not play today. Um, that is your Sunday picks. Now to the game. Fall Classic is here. And we are looking forward to... Let me find this article. I saw this article. Okay. We are looking forward to game one of the Real Series tomorrow against the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. Houston Astros looks to win their second title in six, and I believe six years or four years. Um, they're fourth. They, they got four AL pennants in six years, and they look forward to win a second Real Series. Tomorrow's starters will be Aaron um, Nola and... Um, Justin Verlander, 
Justin Verlander had a tough postseason on one and those six. 6.3 at ERA and 14 strikeouts with Aaron Nolan, 2-1, uh, three, uh, 3.12 ERA and, of course, 18 strikeouts. This is going to be a very tremendous, tremendous, tremendous series. One thing I found out very interesting was the Real Series started on Friday, and sometimes it normally started on Easter Sunday or probably a Tuesday. But I found the article that explains why is this. It is quiet and perhaps temporary um, sudden for a Major League Baseball void that go entirely unnoticed. What would, um, what would a marriage culture obsess filling the void, but notable retreatment nonetheless for the game's marquee matchup? For the first time since the 1947 World Series became the first broadcast in its entirety. The Fall Classic will intentionally go dark on a Sunday. It would not be shown on the Sunday. The Houston Astros and the Philadelphia travel east after game one and two rather than playing on a night traditionally made for television. We all know Sunday night primetime. That prime bid of real estate is now dominated by the number one Television show, of course, Sunday Night Football and NBC. A tribute both to USA bottomless appetite for sport football NFL willing to um, verge its viewers on it. Instead, the MLB will launch its dual event with Game One Friday night at Minute Maid Park, pitch uh, pit two Game Three against the normally list dominated Monday Night Football on ESPN. And land another travel day on Thursday, and we'll stream. And when Amazon will stream its um, Thursday night football NFL game, it is more. It's more than 150 million Prime sus- subscribers nationwide. So there you have it. MLB is afraid of going. <laughs> is afraid of going up against. Sunday night football. I think it would have been, I, 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 it would have been very, if it would have been very good to me, honestly, because you have Sunday night football, a game where a lot of people don't like watch. This Sunday going to be probably a blowout, so you can just imagine if the game on the Real Series game went on, it should be more entertaining than um, watching Green Bay getting stomped by the Bills. So you have all kind of you good, good um, viewership. I think it could have been it could have been level to me personally, but for them to not want to do it because of football, I don't know about that one, man. I think they wanted them views more than just. We all know that, and so that that is the MLB. That's what's going on. Um, I cannot wait to pick. I cannot wait to. Watch um, this game tomorrow night. It should be a very entertaining matchup. I believe right now, if I had to pick a winner, as much as much, I would love to pick the Phillies. You have to go with experience over. You have to go with experience in this situation, especially in this situation, and go with the Houston Astros. But. If we look at history for the last two, three years, well, let's just say two years, 
The Astros have lost to the um, Braves. They have lost to the Nationals in the World Series. Now they play the Phillies. What all three of those teams have in the what what all three things those teams have in common? They in the same division. So I won't be surprised if Philly win, but I have to go over the experience over, over the uh Phillies right now. I mean, oh I'll have to go I'll have to go experience over the picking the Pittsburgh, I mean, um, the Philadelphia Phillies, they have a good good team, man. It, it, this is story. This is, can you just imagine, like, when a year, I said it on this podcast right now. I, not right now, but I said it on this podcast many episodes ago that Bryce Harper was kind of dumb for leaving Washington when around, the year after he left, they went to World Series. Now, he's in a World Series. You just cannot write stuff like this, man. It's just it's just amazing to see. It's amazing to see. In two years of the team that drafted you, you was they everything. You was the franchise. Win the World Series and you at home sitting on the couch. Watch them celebrate in Washington. Fast forward two years now, you have the same opportunity to do something without that. Just, you just can't write stuff like this. That's the good thing. Now let's move to the sad thing. The New York Yankees get swept by the um, Houston Astros. And everybody's talking about the 2017 season when, you know, we all know what happened. The Houston Astros got caught cheating and they were scripted of something. They were scripted of whatever. I only believe they were scripted and nothing. They were just tarnished. Their reputation was tarnished. The manager got fired. Dusty Baker came in, stepped in. Some of the players left. Some of the players, you know, want to play the good guy. This is what I do not like about some of these players. And and, and, and they go for Jose Otuve and um, Alex Bertman. I love these guys. But, man, you got to embrace that villain, bro. <laughs> you have to embrace that. I believe, I believe that villain in them can make them really sweep the Phillies. I saw in the interview... When they beat the New York Yankees, Alex Brayman said, you know, we just come out here and just plays off of us now. You got to embrace that villain, man. You got to embrace that. I would have said these words. I don't care what nobody thinks. As long as you work with us, I don't care about none of that. You know, it is what it is. You either like it or you don't. You know, it don't matter. It's, it's over. It's done. But the New York Yankees, man, what can they say now? You get swept. You get swept by the team that you accuse of cheating, or you basically say they cheaters. They should get stripped or whatever. Now you sitting at home wondering if you are gonna pay this man Aaron Judge all this money. It's rumors that he want to be in, in San Francisco with the Giants. It is rumors that he want three hundred mil. And can and and can you honestly say the New York Yankees gonna make some moves to get that done? Only one reason why he won't get signed because if they because of his postseason stats, he got struck out fifteen times. He's but he was below two hundred in batting average. Only hit two runs, and you was just awful at the plate, man. You was just awful at the plate. That's, it is what it is. You can have a good season, sixty-two home runs, and do your thing. But people look at what you've done in the postseason. We all know this. It's like when he don't play, 
Nobody knew your Yankees play. And I'm just wondering right now, and and maybe I, I is it me? Is it if I was him, I, I'm gone. I would have made it perfectly clear known that I am not staying here in this dump. This dumpster fire about to happen because we know he's the reason that team was even in the postseason, bruh. There is no way the New York Yankees would even won that division without Aaron Judge. If I was him, I'm gone. I'm, I, this is how it is, man. I know people. some people say the money, the money, all of this. It ain't even about the money. It's just like, can you honestly see this team winning? A real series with him. And I will say a big no. It's not even enough you have to think about to me. They haven't won since, what, 13 years ago. So, that's becoming the longest. That's the third longest since they haven't they went without a real series. The record is 18. Can you imagine the... Can you just... Can you even see it? Well, all the good teams, all the good out-of-nowhere teams, like the Atlanta Braves of last year, like the Phillies of this year, like the Nationals of the year before, when they started off horrible, they fired the manager, and they went on to win a World Series. Can you imagine... This not the Yankees. Yankees are all about playing, getting all the players, all the prospects, and building a, a dynasty. No, not no dynasty don't exist in the MLB nowadays. It don't. It just don't. And like I said, if I'm Aaron Judge, I'm gone, man. Y'all know what time it is. Best of rest of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out here with 96 episodes, we're going to go over the best and worst of the week. The absolute worst, I just said, that the Yankees getting swept by the Houston Astros. Getting celebrated, celebrating on your home field to the World Series, and you haven't been there since 2009. It's un, un, very unfortunate. The best things I've seen this week is Phil, Nichol, Phil Kessel at NHL. 13 years of having missed the game. A record I'm for sure won't be broke for a mighty long time now. A mighty, mighty long time. One of my favorite, one of my favorite NHL players growing up in the um early teens, early 2000s. No, not 2000s, 2010s. Phil Kessel. That would do it for this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode 96. I'll be back next week for 90, episode 97 as we get close. 200 episodes. Make sure you, I hope you guys have a tremendous week and a tremendous weekend. And I will see you guys back here next week. As always, be good, be great, and be blessed. I'll see you next week. See ya.